to the Geek and Review, the podcast designed, I can't remember how to say it, <laughs> I don't have my script, the podcast focused on innovative and creative ideas in the legal profession. I'm Marlene Gabauer, hey. tweeting live from Legal Week. And I'm Greg Lambert, I'm here, well you're not tweeting, are you? Are you no, I'm not tweeting, you're right, not tweeting. I am casting. We are casting. casting, we are casting. So, uh, Marlene and I got to come out to New York, and I think it's, I know it was my first flight in over two years, in fact I think it was two years and one day. Uh, between my right, flights. Because this, 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 this was right before everything shut down yep, yep. last time. So we're going to test this out and see how, how well we do. And we're just going to kind of talk about our experiences here at Legal Week uh, 22. And uh, hopefully people will uh, listen in. If not, we're going to uh, re we're gonna record this and put it out on the uh, podcast uh, probably hopefully tonight or tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so uh, what we want to do is we're going to try and... Uh, um, Hopefully some people will drop by, but otherwise we're just going to share our experiences. Yeah, we have tweeted out and we put it out on LinkedIn. So if you know you're hearing this or if you see that, um, we're in the Gibson room on the second floor at the Hilton. Yeah, and that's um, in in that kind of back hallway. Yeah, so, so we, we have the door it. open, and and you you will see us all with headsets and. And microphones. Yeah. So what, what we want to do first is uh, we, we grab someone off the street here who also uh, is attending. In fact, you're speaking tomorrow. He's Can moderating tomorrow. Yeah. Moderating tomorrow. Um, introduce yourself, and then uh, and we'll talk about your all of our experiences as, as we've been here this week. Sure. So yeah, my name is Ignatius Grande. I'm, uh, I, I live here That's in New York. That's an amazing name. I love that. <laughs> yes. So I, was, I didn't have too far to, to come to come to Legal Week, but. Uh, but I, I work, I'm a consultant with Berkeley Research Group, mm -hmm. um, and uh, I, I am also the, the chair-elect for the New York State Bar's Commercial and Federal Litigation Section, so I get involved with e-discovery, information governance, and uh, it's, it's great to be on your podcast. I've, well, I've listened to you several times. Thank <laughs> you so much for being a willing victim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not everybody's willing to. So That's true. Um, have you been, since the pandemic, how's your conference life been? Yeah, yeah, non-existent. Really non-existent, <laughs> mm -hmm. like the rest uh, of us. Yeah, you know, a couple of you know, definitely some virtual conferences. I've run some virtual CLEs mm -hmm. and webinars and, mm -hmm. and a, a meeting. Same. But uh, but yeah, this is it's great. It's great to be back in person. Um, I, you know, I was having a conversation with someone that really, I, I do feel like this is the first. At least for me, this is the first conference I've been back at where it felt like things were were, were back to normal or, or getting yeah. pretty close. Yeah, I've been the story I've been using is I'm I'm really an extrovert, and even I think I need to go home after this and kind of just not be around anybody for <laughs> for a little bit because it's you know two years being around and all of a sudden you're like with fifteen hundred yeah of it, like two thousand people or are mm -hmm. suddenly there and in fact there was um, um, I was walking through the vendor hall today and there was one group and or one of the vendors had a lot of people that were there and I could just feel it closing in on me. <laughs> so I was, like, I was like, I can't walk through that. Let's go, let's go this way. So, well, you know, I got, I got asked yesterday, you know, what's, what's, you know, something you're happy about or what did you miss about, uh, you know, being in person? And, you know, I said the thing, one thing that I'm like very happy about is, is sort of these serendipitous meetings like, like we actually had, you know, we were setting up here and you're like, Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, those types of things, um, you know, that is priceless because, uh, you know, I just, I feel like there's a lot of connections and things that happen that way that you just don't, or, you know, you won't get on a, on a zoom call. So, right. No, I, I think, you know, I think our world has changed. I mean, zoom is not going away. No. We're going to have more virtual events, but 
you know, the, the live conferences, the, the, you know, the, in per, there's nothing to replace the in-person interaction. And, Agreed. and, and, you know, I, I do feel like it's, you know, yes, it's, it's something we're not used to <laughs> having these big, big crowds or being mm -hmm. in a, but, 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 you know, it's starting to feel normal again. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll hopefully it'll stay that way. <laughs> I also like the dress code has seemed to have, have, um, yeah. relaxed a little bit. Well, I, I you should, you should turn that I on. I know. Here. Yeah. Let me, <laughs> let me, let me see and show you my library cardigan. cardigan man. It's going on here. So I got my sneakers on. Yeah. Oh, got sneakers. That's right. Doing good. So, um, so, so far, I know, you, I know you're presenting, uh, tomorrow. What's the, what's the topic? So it's data ethics, the good, the bad, and the ugly. All right. So ethics. I do How do you spell that? How do you spell that? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you're moderating the panel. Who's on? Can you tell us who's on the panel with you? Sure. Uh, Kevin Fumai from Oracle, Adora Wang from Reed Smith, and uh, Alexandra uh, Ross, who's from uh, Clean Desk. Okay. Like she's in in-house counsel. Very star-studded. Yeah. Yeah, no, it should be a, a good conversation, and mm -hmm. and yeah, and I think they've done a nice job with with the the panel topics, and you know, it's it, it's definitely it's it's a smaller than u usual, but I, I mean, it's it's I think they're they're pleased with I just find it's really manageable. That, yeah. you know, I also mm -hmm. like that that like a lot of the sessions have CLE credit, which I don't remember that happening before. Maybe it did, but I think I think it did. Did it? Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of them. I could be wrong. Well, I, th I, I think it's more. I mean, you could be making it up. There, there still are a lot of tracks, but I mean, it, I, I do feel like it got to. It was to be so too many. Much yeah. In, in, in 2020, 2019. So, oh, what are we doing? <laughs> no, you keep keep talking. I'm no, just we're, gonna, still, we're still talking. I'm just going to take a yeah, picture. Because you have we have like the Arma. Um, we had um, AAAL. We had ILTA. Um, I'm not sure who else sort of sponsoring, but I mean, e right. the e-discovery, you have data analytics, you have uh, data governance. Um, so, I mean, all sort of related topics, not nothing too far flung. And what I also noticed, it seems like certain days um, were first more focused on certain topics. Mm -hmm. um, maybe because I know a lot of people kind of came in for a day. Um, they didn't come in for the whole thing, but they came in for a day. And so they they scheduled their time for, you know, sessions that were going to be most relevant to them. Right. No, yeah, I think they're, and you know, the fact they had to move the conference, usually that's... I'm still trying to figure out how they did it. They must have yeah. had some sort of backup thing going on with the Hilton, because I'm like, you can't just say, okay, we're going to move it a month. I mean, that just, once you, you book something out that far, you know, something this big... Um, they must have had some contingency plan in place. But I, yeah, I would think so. I, I do think, I, and I told... Uh, one of the organizers that they, I mean they they lucked out because if you had had this event two or three weeks ago even nobody would not come. yeah people would have come but not it wouldn't have been the people would people not would have not been, have been comfortable, comfortable at all everyone would have had to been masked I know I would not have been comfortable you know, so. at least in at least in New York I mean I think nationally but especially in New York over the last ten days you know now the schools aren't required mm -hmm. to be masked and. Well, it's you know, funny, yeah. Numbers have gone I checked down. into my hotel, and then um, the attendant was was saying, "Well, do you have your COVID card?" And then one of the other um, attendants was like, "No, no, you don't need to do that anymore. We just we waived that yesterday. Like you don't have to ask people anymore." Right. So it's a good like, time. It's good timing. It was very good timing for the conference. So. And and, and to your, I think you said earlier, this was the last <laughs> large conference I had attended mm -hmm. back mm -hmm. in 2020. So, you know, but, but yeah, but I think you know, I, you know, even back then, I think we all thought. It, 
things would be back to normal by the spring. You know, so it kept, <laughs> we, we were always two weeks away. We were always two off. weeks away. I remember we actually, we actually podcasted about it. It's just like, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with this COVID thing. I mean, I went back and listened to it, and I'm just like, oh, this yeah. is funny. Yeah. In yeah, hindsight. Cause, yeah, because in February, we actually had the, um, the – um, executive director from the from ALA, the uh, legal association, legal administrators, mm -hmm. and had her on and said, "Hey, you know, if we should happen to have to, you know, work from home, what is it that we should be doing?" And she, you know, laid out, a, and a lot of it, you know, just came true. And yep. I mean, like three weeks later, we were we were all working from home. Mm -hmm. well, and that's one of the areas where I do think, you know, for some, it's very maybe certain law firms may eventually go fully back in person. But I mean, I really do think it's changed for social corporations, but, mm -hmm. but even law firms, smaller mid-sized law firms are, are, have no option well, to be more, I, more flexible. I, I think employees are just sort of realizing that, look, you know, we can really work better if you, if there's more flexibility. Um, so, and, and I think, you know, you see people kind of moving jo around jobs like that. And, and there are statistics that a lot of people are leaving in situations where, um, there is no flexibility, and they're moving to places that do have that. So, I mean, I do think employers, including law firms um, and uh, other legal organizations, have to, you know, take that into consideration if they're thinking about what type of talent they want to retain. Mm -hmm. Right, right. And, and I've already seen it where it's, you know, I think p positions that would have been in an office previously may now be remote or, or they have the option of being remote or partially Yeah, we remote. struggled with a lot of that in, in terms of, of folks um, that are hourly employees. And, um, you know, there was a time where it's just like, nah, we can't do that. There's you know, too many problems. And, right. and, and yeah. then COVID came and suddenly it's like, well, we can make this happen. It's amazing <laughs> how, how uh, necessity really, really creates a, an incentive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it, it was mostly it was HR. And it was one of the things, one of the first things I said uh, was that, you know, th those rules that you had, especially for hourly employees where they couldn't do certain things and, you know, and they had to take PTO in order to go. I was like, that's over. Right. Like you can, you know, that genie is out of the bottle on that and you can't put it back in. Um, yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> so uh, on, on your panel tomorrow with the eth ethics, kind of what's the over, overall theme on it? Um, you know, we're, we're looking at it from an AI data privacy perspective and, you know, really just, uh, you know, again, all the data that's out there, especially customer data that's being, being, you know, collected and used by companies, you know, where, where are the, the points where ethics comes into play? And obviously we've seen a lot of, you know, those stories in the news, mm -hmm. you know, whether it be Facebook or, or, or you know, Google, whatever, you know, all these companies, are, that, that's, they just have so much data, it, you know, there, there, there are issues. So anyway, you know, we're going to have a discussion, talk about kind of what companies can be doing to, 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 to deal with this, th these issues, deal with the ethical issues that come up. There was a session, um, I don't know if it was today or yesterday, and I, I wasn't able to attend, but it was talking about like, you know, data you can gather from things like, like Slack and Teams and sort of, you know, sort of what's in there that you might not know about and, and how to sort of cull that information. So um, I think it's, it's a common, there's a theme about, you know, data and privacy and sort of what's, um, you know, acceptable to, disseminate what's not you know at this at this conference right and i, th I do think with you know the remote working it, it's you know for us you know we do a lot get involved with a lot of forensic collections and you know we just it's more and more remote collections and um you know i, I think teams you know 
two years ago, <laughs> What's teams, teams was not as big of an issue. Teams was horrible. It was horrible. It yeah. was, was horrible. Yeah. It, <laughs> better now <laughs> it is better it's a lot better now but yeah we but like we were using uh, uh zoom mm-hmm. to do the the podcast so yeah. um we actually i had a personal license to zoom so it wasn't skype? a big you remember skype skype well was, let, let me introduce you to teams yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah my, microsoft sometimes uh takes a really good product and and uh, and changes it mm-hmm. you know, we'll just leave it at that yes leave it at that yes. So, uh, well, um, appreciate you stopping by and, and talking with us. And uh, any other any other kind of um, craziness or something that stood out to you about coming back with so many people? Nuggets of wisdom. Yeah, no, you know, I, I think you know it, it was refreshing because you know I, I think that, like you said, there've been so many false starts over the last two years that um, you know to to kind of be back feel feel like it's back to normal. See familiar faces. I mean, that, you know, that's the other thing is I, you know, th- th- this industry is, you know, you, you, get to know people, you get, you get, you, you, you know, have friends and, mm-hmm. and relationships. Sure. And, you know, and, you know, and, and we keep in touch now, you know, because you'll have those remote meetings and have uh, Zoom you calls. Kind of, you kind of know, like, okay, you know, I'm going to go to Legal Week and I'm going to see, you know, these people. And, and so that's, that was yeah. really disrupted. So that is a nice thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, it's good to be back. And, yeah. and I've, I'm hoping the spring uh, it only only leads to more uh, not only good weather but but more in-person interaction and That's conferences. That's right. Yeah. yeah. All right. So thanks so much for, for all right. Me. Thank Ignatius, you very thank much. You, thank you very much. Yeah. So Marlene, I have. Uh, uh, sorry, I'm going to move this camera move so this. you can. This is so professional. We can, we can show you. I don't know if I can if I can move can you the even, camera I, to me. I can't tell. I don't. Bye. Yeah, yeah and there you go. Do. Yeah, please do. Bring them in. Say, this is fun. So, I think... Hi. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Did you... I'll, I'll pre- look out for the okay, thanks. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, did you, you present once or twice? I presented once. Okay. So, uh, you and I were on a panel uh, today mm-hmm. and where we talked with uh, Lex Machina's um, Carl Harris about um, data analytics and, and what's going on there. And I think that was pretty well received. Uh, yeah, we, I think people were very engaged. I mean, you know, you're, you're speaking and you're kind of looking out and assessing the audience and, you know, got a lot of nods, got some smiles, yeah. got some laughs, <laughs> and we had quest, good questions. So, um, yeah, I think everybody, I think everybody got something out of it. Yeah, I think so too. And, and, um, and kind of a theme and you're hearing it across a lot of sessions now are the APIs. Yeah. Um, so that I think the industry is really excited to, uh, have those um, in, in some of the opportunities. So um, vendors, if you're not uh, looking at uh, allowing API access to your uh, to your information so that uh, law firms and, and other clients or customers can can use that and integrate it into their internal data, um, I think you're going to be asked for it a, a lot more. Well, I'm looking forward to the sessions where um, folks start talking about what they're doing with the APIs. Um, you know, that's that's sort of what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Uh, that's sort of the next step. It's like, yep, we're going to do it, and then here, okay, this is what we do with it. Yeah, and so I'm going to pull out my crystal ball now mm-hmm. um, and pre- predict that because of the, the more influx of APIs across multiple platforms, um, there's going to be a new um, industry that's going to be set up, and whether it's consultants, data scientists, um, uh, 
some kind of uh, uh, process management folks that are going to come in and show you what you can be doing with this data. In fact, probably even setting that up for you or creating third-party products that integrate those APIs as, as they come in and make it a little easier for you to uh, set up so that's more of a, you know, just plug in and, and use rather than having to go through your IT or, or um, um, your, what do you call them, the uh, product development team uh, there. And, and you know, I also think, I mean, this is, this is probably a perfect opportunity for freelancers um, to sort of, and firms to sort of think about freelancers because, you know, we were talking earlier after, after the, the program and, you know, some references were made to like, you know, oh, there's always data scientists on the call or, you know, this firm hired like, you know, a bunch of data scientists, which, you know, kudos yeah. <laughs> to that firm, but not every firm is going to do that. And so again, like that's that's a perfect opportunity to sort of develop a trusted relationship with with a freelancer who does this type of work and who can work on a project basis because mm -hmm. it's it's really kind of about implementing a solution, but it's not about necessarily having someone on staff full time about that. Yeah, who we, who was it? That, I'm drawing a blank on the name. We had um, Matt Coatley. Yeah, Matt Matt Co the Coatney. The Matt. The Matt. The human cloud. I'm um, talking about that, and then um, um, maybe talk with him again at some point on where they see it, because he's, he's big on uh, freelancing and, mm -hmm. and uh, having, having your side gig or uh, being able to, to do that. So, it, yeah, it does sound like it's a perfect environment for somebody to step in and, and start working on it. So, maybe, I don't know, maybe we need to go uh, hang our shingle and, and be the next data scientist. <laughs> It's like I'll get right to work on that degree. Yeah, <laughs> in my free time, I will do that. Actually, that was something that I that I, I did pitch to uh, uh, Jeff Pfeiffer at uh, Lexus on the way out the door from our session. Was that um, it'd be interesting to have someone like a, a Lexus or a West or, or Thomson Reuters or uh, an, another big vendor um, create some type of training or certification in in doing the data analytics specifically with with the API stuff. So yeah, like, you know, maybe around language. And it's funny, you just, just you must have read my mind because I was also having a conversation after the, the uh, presentation about certification and sort of the rise of certs and, and how so many people are, are getting certifications and I think firms are focusing more on people that have certifications because it's a known. Right. You know, it's like if, if you know, if, if, if it's a trusted... Um, you know, vendor like, you know, Microsoft or whatever, right. or, or, you know, a trusted organization, you know, everybody knows what the requirements are. And so if you pass that, you know, you have people understand that you have certain skills, like concrete understanding of, of certain types of skills that you have. So uh, it's different than a degree and it's different than experience. Um, not that those things are, are, you know, not necessary anymore, but um, you know, if you're looking for someone with that, that can do a very discreet type of thing, um, you know, certifications might be the way to go. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not really sure why that hasn't taken off. I mean, we used to do certifications early in the, in, you know, the I think, I mean, I think it's, it's a, it's a, it's, it's more of a burden on, you know, your, your HR, your professional development group, anybody who manages people to, you know, make sure that they get all, you know, things if it's required, right. um, you know, and keeping track of who has what, um, you know, so it's, it's, it's an extra layer. Um, not that, you know, again, I think it's probably worth it. 
but uh, you know, it's just another extra layer. And you know, if it's not something that's been done before and sort of work gets done, then sometimes it's you know harder to make the argument that yeah, yeah we should be doing that. Yeah, and um, so the other session that that I did on uh, Tuesday. So uh, I actually ended up stepping in and replacing someone on Marlene's uh, uh, session. But uh, on Tuesday, there was the three uh, tracks, uh, one for AAAL, one for ILTA, and one for ARMA. So an uh, um, interesting uh, set of tracks. And each one, I think, had three sessions. And um, so the AAAL uh, sessions were um, really interesting because it had, um, so the, did you go to the first session? with I think it had June did that one have June yeah and and so uh, you know and I think they were talking more on a knowledge management mm -hmm. front on that and, and what knowledge management kind of means um, and and I laughed because uh, it knowledge management is the ultimate it depends <laughs> in the legal industry because it's it's so hard to have a consistent it's knowledge so management broad. across the industry. It's so it yeah. could cover so many things. It's so broad that it it you know again this sort of goes back to like what's everybody's pain point and you gotta like focus on you know from a firmware perspective what's important mm -hmm. um, and sort of work from there. And I, and I know you know there's people who kind of want to have that more standardized and and I get it that would make things a lot easier. But I just I feel like. You know, organizations are not cookie cutter, mm -hmm. um, and people aren't cookie cutter. So, you know, there's there's got to be some uh, degree of flexibility there. Yeah, and uh, I'm trying to recall what the second one. I've slept since the the oh, second one. Do you have well, it in front of you? I happen to have it in front of me. Um, day one. Let's see. Um, we had you were talking about knowledge management, legal technology, and the art of efficiency. And yeah. then there was a communication breakdown, leveraging tools to make relationships stick. Was that what was the AAAL one? The that is, they're both AAAL. Oh, okay. And then the rise of document automation yeah, that and was digital mine. contracts. That one was mine. That one was yours. Yeah. You had videos. I had videos. Uh, it was really interesting. Um, I like that you had videos. I mean, that's very different. Yeah, I wasn't sure how that was going to play, but I, I really wasn't sure whether or not we were actually going to be here. Because mm -hmm. um, backup. Yeah. It was so. What I did actually, we were supposed to. Uh, the conference was supposed to be at the beginning of February. And that was right in the middle of the big Omicron. And so we, we weren't sure if it was going to go virtual. So I reached out to uh, uh, Thompson Reuters for the practical law. Um, I reached out to um, oh, um, Legal, Legalmation. Legalmation. Mm -hmm. um, and then I reached out to, oh, shoot, who was the, who was Drum roll. the first one? I'll think of it here in, the, here in a second. Um, this is why we don't do it live. This is why I normally, <laughs> normally have a, have a, a I'm, I'm script. I shouldn't jinx it, but I'm like I'm impressed that we're at, we're actually like we're not like big gaps and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what are we gonna say? But uh, yeah, so um, talking about document automation, it was it was really well received. I, I was surprised. I wasn't sure what the audience would be like. It was packed. Mm -hmm. The room was packed. Um, the it, I mean, there were people sitting on the floor. They had to bring in extra chairs. So um, that's a little, that was a little weird. You know, it was like, uh, a little intimidating. And uh, yeah, but good. But, yeah, but in but in a good way. And so uh, really interesting to see the feedback come come from folks about what document automation means, and not just necessarily a, a, you know a transaction or litigation type thing. But there were people in the audience, and I, I kind of. 
swung and missed at a at a softball question uh, where where she uh, where um, uh, a woman asked me about um, some alternative ways that, that leveraging document document automation and she actually talked about I think like on her in processing of new employees and things like that they have document automation tools that are set up to yeah. do that to and do so all, do all the document work of, of onboarding yeah and so yeah. You, yeah I mean it's so obvious that you can do it but uh um, yeah, I, I didn't answer that question right. She had to come up after the session well, it's, and it's, tell me about it. It's funny because you don't, I mean, yes, it makes perfect sense. But, you know, you also, like I think a lot of places, you have to sort of weigh it and, and you're looking at it like in terms of, okay, how is this going to impact the bottom line? Like how is this, where's the, the ROI? Where is it going to impact um, either attorney, attorney efficiency or, uh, you know, attorney profitability? Mm -hmm. And those are always kind of the first things that, that we always think of when we bring in tools like this, you know, we don't think of, okay, how can we make the administrative side, you know, more efficient. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's the beauty of some of these products. It's like, you know, you should be looking at it holistically because that way it's like, okay, you have one product, you don't have to buy like five different products. You know, okay, this one deals with HR and this one deals with attorney contracts and, mm -hmm. you know, you just have one. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, any sessions you attended that, uh, stuck out for you? Yes, and I'm going to look at my list because <laughs> I'm going to forget the names. Um, let's see, where is it? Am I on the wrong side? I'm on the wrong side. Wait a minute. Um, doing with less, optimizing your legal tech toolkit. I saw that this, uh, this morning. So, sounds like the uh, story of my life. <laughs> well, you know, I, I went to this because I, I think, you know, I'm going to have to I, I wanted to hear what this panel had to say about you know this topic because I think this is going to be something that I'm personally going to have to focus on, and they had some some great experiences that they shared and very like a lot of you know they they definitely they included you know the the decision makers they included the attorneys getting their feedback but what I really loved is like there's there's a real process. Um, that they shared, you know, that, that um, they're really, then they have buy-in for this, where they have buy-in for this, where they're, they're kind of going through this, this process to understand, you know, every individual's work process mm -hmm. and, and capturing that so that in the future, they can kind of have those conversations. And to me, that's, that's gold because I think everybody you talk to, I mean, the challenge is, knowing what that particular individual's practice needs because mm -hmm. you know you can't just look at it more generically like you know okay corporate attorney or an M&A attorney like even within the M&A field for example you're going to have the nuances depending on what they do and they're capturing that and once you have that then those conversations I think flow a whole lot more easily yeah so that was pretty cool yeah any other ones Yes. <laughs> do you, you want me to do one while you're yeah, looking? Yeah, you do one while I'm looking. All right. So today I uh, sat in on one with our friend Toby Brown and uh, Kevin Colangelo, Nancy something. Does it, See, that's does why it have I have this. Does it have the names there? This, this um, was the 131? No, this was the 3 o'clock. No, this was no, the this 11. The one, um, uh, yeah, the 11. Um, um, oh, the new wave of client service collaboration and key roles. Yeah, and so... The, I have to look. The, the overall uh, theme of that one was that um, just there's ways that the um, legal ops team, the, the um, allied professionals, can be working with 
both internally with the attorneys um, and the teams that are working with their clients, and then also with the clients themselves. And, uh, you know, kind of the big theme, and this is a theme for practically anything in life, and that is um, don't just don't just do something, listen, and talk, you know, have a conversation, um, be, be willing to get out there and meet with the clients and, and not just the, not just the in-house counsel, but go meet with the procurement team, go meet with, um, other powers that be within that, uh, organization and find out what those true pain points are. Um, so sometimes it's, uh, you know, sometimes there's a tech answer. Sometimes it's just a process answer. And sometimes it's just, um, finding out there's, there's things you, you know, you need to just tweak or you need to stop doing. Um, and so if you, but if you don't have those conversations, you, you're just guessing. Mm-hmm. So, and very, very good. Um, Kevin's doing, uh, Colangelo's doing some really interesting stuff um, with um, the, his company um, got acquired by the law school. LSAC. Yeah. I'm sure I. Sorry, Kevin. I should. I should know. <laughs> We're bad with our acronyms. We'll, we'll put it. We'll put it in the show notes. But uh, um, but they're doing a lot with with training and mm-hmm. and almost kind of like what uh, similar to what Hotshot's doing with yeah. some of the but, short but doing it for short videos and doing it for mm-hmm. students and um, and and so it sounds sounds really interesting and they've also combined uh, with another company that kind of does the the metrics and, and data of how much it really costs to go to certain schools and what and, and what the and what the chances of return being, on investment yeah, is. and return and, and you know what your chances of getting hired out of school and all that um, I think uh, something that a lot of us uh, w- would have loved to have had before we went to law school I would have liked to have that before I went to law school for yeah. sure yeah for sure I'm so, looking I'm looking at Fridays so we talked about data ethics um, yeah it's it's funny both like both sessions um, both both sessions deal with ethics. That's interesting. Um, uh, let's see. This is interesting. The influential lawyer: How legal leaders are driving ESG change. Mm, ESG that might be interesting. Hot, hot topic. Hot mm-hmm. topic. Actionable DNI metrics that matter. Mm. See, this is tough. Like you know, you'd want to go to both of those, and they're both at the same. And they're oh no, they're not both at the same time. I sort of I take okay. that back. They're one after the other. Um, Accelerating the funding for diverse legal technology startups. Mm-hmm. Um, data-driven playbooking. That could be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, I'm, I'm, so we still got another day. Yeah, we um, do. Um, so let's, let's uh, change gears here a little bit and uh, talk about some fun stuff that we did this week. Okay. All right. So we, we started off with a bang. We saw the Batman. We should see the Batman. And it's long. It's, that's all I have to say about it. It was long. It was long. I'm still processing it. Uh, um, I, I I thought Robert Robert Pattinson was was pretty good. I thought eh. Zoe Kravitz was was good. Eh. Um, Colin Colin Firth. Awesome. He was okay. We, we was, agree on that one. Yeah, we agree on that one. He is um, unrecognizable. The, there's some there's some car chase scenes in there that are very spectacular. good. I'm not a car chase person, but they're yeah. excellent car chase scenes. Yeah, but I can tell you, it was long. It was yeah, so, and and don't, and, don't yeah. wait for the end credits. Yeah, don't <laughs> if you do go. Do not wait for the end credits. Do not it wait it, for it the is end not end worth it. Such a so. letdown. Um, the other thing we did was we uh, in New York. When you're in New York, you visit with friends, right? That's right, you do. And so uh, it just happened that uh, there's two nights we went out to uh, Brooklyn. I know. And hang out with friends and eat. 
Delicious lots food. of food, Delicious lots of food. food. So, um, one of my favorite things to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. So you you guys know who you are, and thank you very much for your hospitality and having us having us out and enjoying some uh, delicious, delicious, delicious food. Yeah, food and, and great company. Great company. Couple, couple of drinks, I think. Couple, uh, couple, couple. Yeah, so, all right. Well, um, anything else we want to cover while we're on? I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think. I think we've did a pretty good job I think here. We did a good job. So, uh, overall, um, what was your comfort level? I would say overall. I mean, if you're going to do a scale of one to ten. I would say I felt like an eight. I mean, I'm still like there's a, I'm still masking up when when there's sort of big like right now. I'm not obviously not because that's not going to work. But like if I'm in um, in a crowd, if I'm in a crowd, like some of the sessions, if they're not really, you know, well, you know, super attended, then I sometimes won't wear it. But if I'm sort of walking the halls or I'm in the exhibit hall, I still wear the mask. Um, and it's not so much that that like oh I'm afraid I'm going to get COVID, but it's just it's just kind of like I don't I don't get sick period right. if I do that. So that's great. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I talked to a couple of people that said you know that even in normal times they they leave this conference sick. So right. yeah, so it make, right. makes sense. Um, they did require you to show your ID and vaccination they card. Were very strict about the um, COVID. Yeah, the, the lady, uh, COVID at, the lady at the uh, door was. She was. She, she was not having business. it. She, she not meant it. business. No nonsense. <laughs> I, I saw some guy trying to talk his way out of it, and she was having none of it. No, no. She had one job, and she was doing it well. That's right. Good for her. So, um, yeah, that w- I would say I was probably uh, you know a, a seven, eight, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. Um, because I, you know, I know, being around people that are, that were fully vaccinated, still not, you know, it's not bulletproof. It's not hundred percent. Yeah, it's not hundred percent. Everyone knows that. Um, I think people were, you know, you you kind of judge people's comfort level on uh, human contact. And I I posted I think a tweet or something where I was like, it's, this is going to be me going to the conference where I'm just going to be like hugging, hugging everybody. everybody. There were hugs. There, there were hugs. hugs. Uh, there were hugs. I can't help it. I can't help it. So, um, but there were people that you know fist bumps or elbow mm-hmm. uh, taps and and things like that. And it was you know just but just truly truly like you could just see it on people's faces like truly so happy to yeah. to see one another. Yeah. You know. And I, I know there was talk of it. Uh, I think we used to take it for granted, and and after this, you know, people are not people are just so grateful for it. Yeah, there's um, and and I don't know if other conferences are still thinking about that, but I know um, there was talk about a kind of a, a um, traffic light signal uh, that you could have. So on your you hold it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you hold uh, or on or on your, oh, badge. on your badge. So it'd be um, you know, it'd be like. Green, give me a hug. Yellow, give me you know, give me a fist bump. Red, don't don't touch don't me. Touch me. <laughs> don't touch me. Maybe you should just have that in life in general and That's just walk true. around. If I got if I've got a stop sign on, it's like you just, don't, you just, just carry don't a little me. card and you can like switch it around. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I think we can uh, wrap this up. We were hoping we could get some other people, but we had to move. We, we had, got we kicked had. out of our original location because they were throwing a young professionals party uh, up there and. Um, we're professionals. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> but uh, apparently, we missed one of the criteria. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll let the I'll let the listeners uh, figure that one out. But uh, um, this is kind of fun. We should maybe do. I think we should do this again. Yeah, uh, maybe uh, probably do it at Double A Double L if you're yes. there. If you're there. Yes. Um, and and uh, and try maybe maybe we just try to do it some week just to do it. I think, I think that's a good idea. And, you know, any, if anybody has any, um, ideas, if listeners have, you have ideas for topics that you'd like us to live, 
broadcast uh, on. You just saying to lie about. That's what. <laughs> to that's lie what I about. Heard. Yes, <laughs> and that. Um, you know, please, please, please let us know because um, we're we're always looking for good uh, good content. And yeah. you know, if there's something that's partic- would work particularly well live, you know, let us know. Yep, I'm looking. I'm looking for the theme music so we can so we can roll out. There we go. So um, again, if you are, are, are a listener, please go ahead and share this with with other people. I know we're uh, if, if you're on listening to it now, um, but uh, we'll put this out as a podcast probably tonight or tomorrow, depending on when when I have time. <laughs> and and then um, if uh, you know, share it with a friend. If you're not subscribed, please subscribe. Um, give us one of those five star reviews. We haven't yeah. had we haven't had a review in a long time. So come on, yeah, we need some. Come we on, need some love. Yeah, five five stars only. Um, <laughs> I'll accept nothing less. Yes, absolutely, nothing but the best. So, you know, and if you wanna if you wanna tweet at us, I'm at Gay Bauer M. Yep, and I'm at Glambert, and you can reach us. I'm sure on LinkedIn and other other places absolutely. as well. So, uh, thank you, Marlene, and uh, of course, the music that you hear is from Jerry David DeSica. So, thank you, thank Jerry. You, Jerry. All right, well, Marlene, we're gonna wrap this up. All right.